The Wrestling Podcast About Nothing is brought to you by BDA Radio. BDA Radio doesn't break news, they break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head on over to BDARadio.com and check out all of the latest news on the UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. They are proud to be the voice of fans because they are fans themselves. BDARadio.com I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to episode 48 of the BDA Radio exclusive edition of the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDARadio.com. And the Podcast Radio Network. I am longtime pro wrestling referee Mike Crockett, and I'm joined as always by independent wrestling veteran, the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Welcome back. Thanks, buddy. Hey, um, is this gonna be the first episode with the new mixer? I'm so excited. Not quite yet. What do you mean? It's the holiday season, it's been very busy. I haven't had time to really sit down with it and really oh, entrench myself. God. You're the busiest guy in the world with no life. <laughs> Come on now. But uh, January 1st, well, January 4th, which uh-huh. where I'm returning from my big uh, siesta, then perhaps. What do you go to Mexico? Like four times a year? No, I, I've been haven't been in like two years. Bob so, uh, you've been to Mexico as many times as I've been to Disney World in the last like three, four years. Well, you've been to Mexico more if you count the Epcot version of... <laughs> Oh, yes. I do count it, yes. You they have lovely, uh, <laughs> I know you do. Lovely margaritas. <laughs> that's, that's very nice. So, yes, you are back, Kingpin. This past Monday, you were off because we recorded over the weekend, and you happened to be in Philadelphia for Ring of Honor Wrestling. Is that correct? Uh, you know it's correct because you blew my phone up. Yeah, if you want to go back and listen to us on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network, it's myself and Brian Fury, and, of course, we just... Wanted to check in with the Kingpin, see how he's doing down there, ROH. Even Todd Sinclair answered my phone. You were driving me nuts uh, so much. But he, he did leave a couple of nudies on there for me, which I was appalled by. Who? Todd Sinclair. He left some, some suggestive uh, imagery on your phone? Oh, they weren't suggestive. Oh, okay. <laughs> Flagrant. <laughs> Full frontal. <laughs> oh, that's perverse. <laughs> my goodness. Hopefully they weren't of him. <laughs> sadly they were no. <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah we uh, had fun this past monday myself and brian fury and of course you were in on the fun as well or well you're the subject of the fun i guess well and mike down in philadelphia people by the way are clamoring to get on this podcast really yes wow i was i was approached by a couple of people who want to be on this very podcast and we're going to make it happen in 2018 aren't we I don't know. Are are we? Yes, we are. Bobby Cruz wants to be on. Are we going to have him on finally? Of course. The voice of Ring of Honor? Yeah, all the way from Fall River, Massachusetts. Mike, I think we're going to be talking a lot of Ring of Honor on this podcast going forward, buddy. <laughs> you think? <laughs> 
<laughs> we are going to be having a couple interviews coming up. We're going to have one uh, to close out the year of 2017. We're going to have one to start the year of 2018. So uh, some big interviews coming up, perhaps some people that uh, are involved with Ring of Honor, some people who have been involved with Ring of Honor. So yeah, all ROH all the time here on the Wrestling <laughs> Podcast about nothing. Just the way I like it. I guess it's so. The best professional wrestling on the planet, Michael. That's what they say, yes, and that is true, actually. What do you that mean? Yes, thank you. That's 100% true. Well, Kingpin, I mentioned my little uh, Christmas soiree coming up, uh, my trip to Mexico. So we're going to end up going on a Christmas hiatus on the BDA radio feed. Yes. We won't be doing shows the next two Thursdays, but as I mentioned, we'll be having those interviews that will take place and they will be available on Christmas Day and on New Year's Day. So the next two Mondays, you will still find us on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network and more audio to come on this feed, but just not for the next two weeks because four podcasts, just too much for me to get done before the end of the year, before I leave on Saturday. So So what what you're saying is our fans aren't important enough for you to make the time. That is not true, Kingpin. You know I'm busy. (laughs) You know I'm very busy. You're busy as well. Yeah, well, I actually am busy. I still haven't figured out what you do with your life. Well, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Watching lots of movies and TV shows and driving in and out of Boston three times a day and... There's lots going on, Kingpin. Lots going on in the world. How's the diet going? Uh... (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure you'll I'm sure you'll get back on track while you're in Mexico. Of course, yeah. No street tacos. <laughs> no tacos at all. And speaking of our world, Kingpin, the hub of our world of the WPAN world is now the WPAN.com. That is the new website. That is the monks of the wrestling podcast about nothing, where we all come together and break bread. The WPAN.com. So go there to find all of our episodes as they're released. They get posted up there. So uh, you'll never get lost figuring out where our podcast episodes episodes are if you go to the WPAN.com. Plus, there's uh, some interesting bios there, photos as well. So check it all out at the WPAN.com. Yeah, and, and hey, do us a favor. Do us a personal favor. <laughs> share the website. Share the podcast. You like what we do? You like listening? You're entertained by it? Hey, maybe somebody else out there is going to be entertained by it. And the easiest way to do it now, you don't have to share podcast links or worry about what podcatcher somebody's listening to, just send them right to the WPAN.com. If they get the latest podcast, they can uh, links to our merch, Mike. Yes. Maybe we'll talk about uh, the controller of uh, the merch later on. <laughs> Maybe, perhaps. <laughs> uh, and yeah, share the podcast. I mean, Sasha Banks shared the podcast. What do you think? You're better than Sasha Banks out there? <laughs> Share the show. Better than me? (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Share the show, especially in 2018. Let's get this thing. Let's blow this thing up. Why not? The WPAN.com, the wrestling podcast about nothing. Help us out there. That'd be fantastic. We really appreciate it. And we really appreciate all of your help out there all year long. And we'll see you in 2018. Or if you want to... uh, Check us out on Mondays, please. Check us out on Mondays on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. We will release episodes, as I mentioned, on Christmas, on New Year's Day. Both great interviews that you have to hear, so make sure you check those out. And uh, coming up here, we've got Merv Griffin time. That's where we get your thoughts and answer your questions. Plus, one more bah humbug will be immortalized in our Heel Laugh Hall of Fame but before we get to the topic this evening that won the poll at the WPAN on Twitter, 
Brian. We're just a couple of days away from the greatest holiday of all, aren't we? We are. No, not Christmas. Though it is a very nice holiday. It's a nice time to get together with the family and enjoy each other's company. But this holiday we're talking about, of course, Festivus. And that's a holiday where you get together and don't enjoy each other's company. Is that correct? Right. Michael, I find tinsel very distracting. (laughs) Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Uh, So I got a lot of problems with you people. And now you're going to hear about it, right? This is the airing of the grievances. We're going to do this right now. We've been holding in these grievances all year long, I think, Kingpin. So it's time to let them out. Uh, I, I don't know how well of a job I've been doing of holding them in, but... No, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, we we've <laughs> we don't really mince words when it comes to this podcast, but I think there's something that we can come up with for this airing of grievances that maybe people haven't heard before on the WPAN. Okay, my grievance. Here we go. It's Festivus. It's that time of year. I'm getting in the... Festivus spirit. And I want to say that people, wrestlers, cutting promos on social media, just very, very annoying. The whole blurring the lines of reality in social media, it's just, you know, they show photos of them and their girlfriends. They show photos of them and the guy they're feuding with in Rome and stuff like that. And then in the same breath, they're talking about how they're going to really kick that guy's ass on SmackDown tomorrow night. It's, I don't know what can be done about it. I don't know which way they should go with it, whether they really skew towards the storyline sense of things or just the reality sense of things. But it's just, it's tough to follow. And it's really, I don't enjoy going on Twitter and seeing people like it's another thing. Just, Complete when it comes to blurring the lines of reality on on Raw, they have commercials for to- well, they actually have commercials for Total Divas, but it's something that like Michael Cole throws to. He says, Let's watch this clip from Total Divas, and they have Lana on there not speaking in a Russian accent. It's very it takes you out of it. It's in the context of Raw, and it's really takes you out of the show. This whole thing about I don't know where the show ends and reality begins. It's just very confusing to me. I mean, it's not really confusing per se, but it's just really annoying to me. And this is one of my major grievances for this year, the year of 2017. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I I don't know. I guess I'm kind of there with you, Mike. Uh, You're showing your age a little bit, though, with... uh with uh, you're being a little bit curmudgeon-y about uh, man. social media. Okay. You're an angry man yelling at a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grandpa Simpson yeah. there, I like it. I get it a little bit. Why don't you air your grievance? Oh, uh, grievance? Or, yeah, well, I was going to say one. Or many, yes. <laughs> Go for it. I'm going to start with a guy who's deathly afraid of me, who's been ducking me for months, who paid you to doctor up a video, I'm talking about, I'm not going to call him filthy. I'm going to call him frightened, Tom Lawler. Wow. Tom Lawler, you're a coward, and you're a fraud, and you're ducking me, and that's my grievance with him. Oh, my goodness. What do you think of that? I, I think that you're starting to... Uh... Hot and heavy here. You're hot and you're heavy <laughs> with your grievances there. 
Oh, I'm just getting warmed up, baby. Okay. <laughs> Your babies now? <laughs> Next, we're going to go to Mike Mills. Uh-oh. Your love of Southern wrestling baffles me. <laughs> Your hatred of Northern wrestling entertainment is insane. Yes. And your hot takes on pro wrestling should have you put in an asylum. Wow. How are we doing so far? You're you're bringing the heat. Jason Stewart? Still. Why? You're still going. Yes, I'm still going. From the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, your sports commentary on your social media makes me want to vomit. <laughs> you should keep it to yourself. <laughs> uh, I like how you at least worked in the plug there for him. That's very nice of you. <laughs> All right. What do you, you want me to go one more, Mike? Do you want me to end it with one more? I'm sure there's a big, long laundry list, but yeah, I guess for brevity's sake, maybe you should end it here. <laughs> All right. I'll go one more. All right. I'm talking about a guy who doesn't have any freaking clue what he's talking about 99% of the time on social media. I'm talking about a guy who's a piss poor excuse for a podcaster. Whoa. He's not an unsung hero. What? He's a con artist. He's a ripoff artist. He's getting rich off the sale of WPAN t-shirts and telling us there is no sales, which I refuse to believe. <laughs> I'm talking about Bill Neville. My goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. Should I stop there? I, I think you better. Nah, I'm going to go one more. Whoa. This guy is old. He's grumpy. Uh-huh. He jerks me around on time. Uh. He claims to be the busiest human being on the face of the earth. He's a loathsome brute, <laughs> and I think I hate him. Brian Fury. I'm talking about you, Mike Crockett. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's time for the feats of strength, Cake Pen. <laughs> Clear the floor. Well, you're in my weight class now, so at least we need a match. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm down a good chunk of change, my friend. I'll have you know. Well, you were. <laughs> I was. But <laughs> we'll see what happens when you get back from Mexico. Muffins were introduced back to my life this week, so. Oh, boy. <laughs> no soda, though, right? You're off, still off soda? No, nope, still off soda. And haven't had any alcohol as well, so that'll definitely wow. change down in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to be a drunk. Well, I yes. hope you end up in a Mexican prison. <laughs> then I can get Brian Fury to wrestle for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Check out this past Monday for Brian Fury's story about actually having a professor wrestling show in a Mexican prison. That is 100% a shoot, brother. So I, I like the out. humble brag of Brian Fury saying how, how perhaps the gay men in prison were oogling him. Is it oogling or ogling? Or ogling. Whatever. But well, such a humble brag by Brian Fury putting over his good looks, his alleged good looks, his, self, <laughs> his self-proclaimed good looks. <laughs> so alleged. Uh, <laughs> all right, Kingpin, let's move on to the topic selected by the fans at the WPAN on Twitter. This week's subject, no, it is not scandals and animals. I know. I was hoping, buddy. I was hoping. You had the perfect opportunity to try to sneak that in. <laughs> but no, the fans did not go with you on that. No, and they didn't even go with the negativity I thought they would. You're very upset about the way this poll went. 
well, I'm not upset about it. It's just, I mean, this is what the fans wanted. It was just wasn't what I expected. And it's same with you, I think. Yeah, no, I expected negativity here. <laughs> so this is the subject this week. Favorite wrestling venues. Last week, we talked about the weirdest wrestling venues that we've been on shows in. So this week, uh, we're doing the other side of the coin. Favorite wrestling venues. So Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Let me just start with this tweet from Steven, my nemesis, at HHHGuy2004, of course. He says, favorite venue, Mike PAV, Brian PAV. Well, now, what are we going to talk about for 29 minutes? <laughs> but I think that's a good place to start, Brian. The Polish American Veterans Club in Lowell, Massachusetts, was the home base, the home venue for chaotic wrestling for how many years? Oh, from Cold Fury 3 to, like, what, 12? Somewhere in there? Yeah. Nine or ten years? Yeah. So it was it was the home essentially of chaotic wrestling for a very long time. And you talked about last week how Western Massachusetts was stuck in the eighties. Yeah. Nineteen eighty eight, I think you said. But this venue was kind of uh stuck in maybe even the seventies with all the wood paneling all <laughs> over the place. It smelled like cigarettes and sadness. <laughs> damn it was a good wrestling venue. <laughs> yeah, and cardboard pizza as well. Oh, that pizza, that PAV pizza. <laughs> they didn't even they didn't even give you a crust. They just put the sauce and the cheese right on the box. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Um but it had cheap booze. It did. It did. Very cheap. Very cheap is uh nice place to go. They had the bar there was a full bar that was connected to the venue and they also had a uh you know, walk-up little window where you can get drinks in the venue so there's two sides to it separated by like a accordion style wall uh and there was a stage there and you could put people up on the stage so it looked like you know, there was two levels to where the people were it was small like you think about those cold fury shows which is oh you know chaotic wrestling's biggest show of the year well lucky they didn't get shut down the building for fire code yeah i mean how many do you think you could fit in that place comfortably Comfortably, probably 200, I think. Comfortably. And that's pushing it, I think. And then, and the, but the, there were a couple of Cold Furies there. We were over 300. The barricades were like up against the ring. People in the yep. front row could have literally reached in the ring. Like there was standing room only into the hallway. Yeah, it got a little tight in there, which is why finally after Cold Fury 12. They uh, made the move and decided to book a larger venue, and I think it's paid off in spades, right? The first year was like 600 people or something like that, so they were doubled what they could do with the PAV, and like you said, the PAV was full, way beyond capacity for 300 people. Yeah, it just it had a different look than your typical you know, VFW halls, Elks Lodges, you know, which is... Where we spend most of our or spent most of our time on the indies and and buildings of that nature. But this building had some character. It kind of reminded you of of a you know I don't know. It, it felt very apropos to have a wrestling event there. I thought it was perfect. I, I still love that building. Too bad it's not still available for wrestling because I think it's I think it's perfect for wrestling. Yeah, at one point they were 
do to tear it down and it is still standing but it's been remodeled and is actually a church now where the wrestling used to be is literally like a church with pews and the whole deal so it's been completely remodeled i don't think they could even put a wrestling ring in there if they wanted to uh, and i don't think they want to so yeah the pav (laughs) was uh thanks for ruining our venue god (laughs) yeah <laughs> oh god oh, oh god uh the yeah the way too soon it was ripped away from us without even like you, you, fi- you mentioned you figure, before michael you figure being a worker himself he wouldn't take away a wrestling venue <laughs> he has worked uh he did a tag for wwe right yes with Shawn michaels yeah i guess he doesn't care about the independence apparently not he wants all the fame and glory that goes along <laughs> with you know glory glory hallelujah Anyway, anyway, a little t- we're getting a little too religious here there, Kingpin. This is a non-denominational podcast, okay. even though it's, you know, we're talking about Christmas earlier and Festivus. But uh, the PAV, yeah, that was a good one. What else do you got there, Kingpin, when it comes to your favorite venues you've wrestled in? Well, I, I think another chaotic venue, which was, well, it became a chaotic venue, but it was a WFA venue. And I'm talking about the Littleton Opera House. Um yes beautiful venue nice stage has the upper that upper level that is like right on top of the ring kind of thing you know it's it's very intimate it's very close especially when that the the times that we filled that building just a unbelievable atmosphere unbelievable look on camera just a awesome awesome building to uh to do wrestling from yeah you don't get a lot of venues with balconies in the independence but this like you said at a full balcony and it wasn't a huge building i think you could fill you could probably fill the venue with what 300 people yeah probably something like that huh? i don't know what the actual capacity is yeah i mean it wasn't a huge venue at all by any means and if you put people in that thing it looks tremendous and like you said the balcony hang almost hanging right over the ring uh it's right on top of the action and yeah it looks beautiful and as I think maybe we've mentioned here before, there is a photo backstage of gorgeous George yes. wrestling in that venue in Littleton, New Hampshire. Crazy to think about that. Yeah, absolutely insane. But yeah, that was a great venue. It's hard to get people up there you know, when you're based out of uh, you know, a little north of Boston to get people to drive, which in the White Mountains, two and a half hours, is it? The other thing, I mean, people, I don't know if they know or not about New Hampshire, is uh, New Hampshire has the farce of the athletic commission that regulates pro wrestling, which is why you really don't see a lot of pro wrestling in New Hampshire, because they make the wrestlers get licensed, they take a portion of the gate, and it's not like they're regulating anything really, because they're not taking blood pressure, they're not doing anything other than stealing money from the wrestlers and the promoters, if you ask me. Yeah, they just the commissioner just shows up and... Collects a check, basically. Basically, essentially, yeah. Yeah, he just well, as soon as you give him his check, he's gone. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Yeah, it's a farce. It's a complete. It's a complete farce. If if anything, you know, not to get off on a side tangent here, but if anything, pro wrestling should probably fall under entertainment, TV, movie, filming type regulations. If if anything, certainly not under athletic commission stuff. That's it's just absurd to me. How about another one, Mike? Kind of along the same lines as as the Littleton Opera House, but a little more like downtrodden. Has a lot more character these days, this building. But I love it. I've only started wrestling in it recently. I'm talking about the PAL Hall in Fall River, Mass. Yeah, and that's the home base of Top Row Promotions. 
Correct. Yeah. Then another building with the balcony. Like you could stand on the second rope and like slap five with somebody in the balcony at at that building. And the Littleton Opera House is beautiful and has you know has a nice look to it. Me, my favorite wrestling venues are the ones like the PAV and, and the PAL Hall that are a little bit dingy, a little bit. They have character. Like it feels like pro wrestling should be here. Yeah. Uh... I only had the opportunity to be in there just a couple times, uh, but uh, yeah, I did get a chance to work in the PAL Hall, and it's yeah, really good atmosphere for pro wrestling, as Bobby Cruz would say, good atmosphere in here, good atmosphere. But yeah, uh, I agree with you, PAL Hall. I didn't even have that on my list, but very good, very well done. All right. What else you got on your list, Mike? How about the Newark Boys and Girls Club? All right. Not many people listening to this in this area would probably know. It is a venue in Delaware, Newark, Delaware, and it's not Newark. We were told this very early on. It's not Newark. I I believe it was Sebastian Knight who corrected me, at least. (laughs) It's Newark, Delaware, and we made this pilgrimage a few times, Kingpin. I made it probably a little bit more than you. Uh, I was going down as a referee for probably a good portion of a year. Making the big bucks. Making the big bucks. We've talked about that before on the podcast, too. Uh, yeah, I lost my money at the gas station after the show. That's my entire paycheck. So uh, good learning experience, as a friend of ours once said. But the Newark Boys and Girls Club, the thing about this was these people had been going to these shows, the ECWA, for years upon years upon years to the point that every chair on the floor had a name on it, and that person sat there every show to watch what's going on with the ECWA. It was the same crowd that came there show after show, month after month, and uh, they had that really tight-knit row of chairs around the ring. They had, plus the bleachers they had along the back wall, which always bleachers at a pro wrestling show, that improves everything. Whenever I went to a wrestling show as a fan, I always opted to sit in the bleachers. You get a nice, you know, eagle eye view of what's going on at the ring. I love a, a venue that has bleachers, kind of like uh, all the high school gyms. Some people would always dig on high school gyms, especially, you know, when groups like IWCCW was shooting TV in high school gyms. They'd always like make fun of the fact that you see the basketball hoops in the background. But I love being a part of an event at a high school gym. And you know, this Boys and Girls Club was somewhat like that. I mean, it is a gym. It was a Boys and Girls Club where they had basketball and such. But I mean, just to take it even broader, all high school gyms, all school gymnasiums, I think are great places for wrestling, especially because of those uh, bleacher seats, like I mentioned. Hey, Michael? Yes. You don't even know a guy named Jim. <laughs> Not these days, Kingpin. <laughs> Mike, how could you leave out here? You haven't mentioned yet, and I was leaving it for you. What about the Fleet Center? The TD Bank North Garden? Oh, yeah, we are uh, people who have uh, participated in events. We have performed there. (laughs) (laughs) We did something there. Hashtag book the Druids. Yes, we were Druids. Now, now you're not taking wrestling uh, referee bookings right now, but you would take bookings and uh, conventions as a Druid, correct? Oh, certainly. (laughs) <laughs> waiting by the phone bring the kingpin and crockett as druids to your next autograph signing <laughs> and you just have to provide the druid costumes because we don't have them we didn't get to keep them 
I'm not dressing up in that stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wear sunglasses like uh, like face painted wrestlers do when they don't want to put face paint on. We'll just wear sunglasses. That makes sense. That makes sense. And 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 black hoodies, right? Yes, I like it. That'll cover us. That'll cover us. Uh, all right, Kingpin. Do you have one favorite? Can you narrow it down? We're at that point in the show to your absolute favorite wrestling venue in which you've competed. Yeah, I'm going to cheat a little bit here, Mike. Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> no, please. You're the one that usually like, all right, what's your top pick? Oh, I got four this time. <laughs> all right, go. All right. So I think as everybody now knows, for the last year, I, I, I've had the distinct pleasure of performing for Ring of Honor. You don't say. <laughs> and I think one of the coolest things um, about that so far has been some of the buildings uh, I've gotten to wrestle in. I think about just this past weekend and and, and then also a couple months ago, uh, the ECW Arena, getting to perform there, knowing the history of that building and some of the things that have gone on there. Um, I'm, not ta- I'm talking about actual pro wrestling things, not anything else. What? <laughs> Well, come on. Are we, are we going to pretend there wasn't nefarious things that happened there? Oh, backstage, you mean? Yes, backstage. Okay, okay, <laughs> I see. Um, so that 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 was that was pretty cool. The Hammerstein Ballroom, Mike. Uh, that was such an unbelievable experience. Again, performing in New York City—the first time I ever got to perform in in New York City—and it's right in Manhattan. Hammerstein Ballroom again with its history uh, and all the events that have been that have been held there and just upstairs the Manhattan Center where Raw used to emanate from and again so cool. But my favorite Mike happened uh, this summer. Uh, it was the building Shawn Michaels lost his smile in. It was the building that watching a show there. Uh, we were both there, not sitting together. I sat by myself. <laughs> that really started to get. The juice is flowing again for me. Started to get that drive, get that fire in my belly again, watching uh, a couple of our buddies perform. And and I also got to wrestle a TV match with my daughter sitting front row, my family sitting front row. Uh, and that's the Lowell Memorial Auditorium, Mike. Because it's so close to home, because of the history of that building, uh, and then the reception I received when I came out, um, which I, I didn't know what to expect. I thought there might be some people there that knew me, but I, I was I was very I was very blown away by the reception I got. And then having my family sitting there front row, especially my little Munchkin, sitting there front row, getting to see Daddy uh, perform for Ring of Honor, so cool. And and one of the biggest reasons why the Low Memorial Auditorium is my favorite pro wrestling venue of all time that I've wrestled in. And not to mention, another cool thing, right down the street is where we talked about earlier, the PAV, and Lowell, just in general, has been a very special town to me when I think about pro wrestling. So a lot of just cool, uh, aside from performing a Ring of Honor, aside from the history of the building, a lot of cool personal things about performing in that building and, and having, having my family front row and what Lowell's meant to me in my wrestling career. So pretty awesome. Now I got to follow that, huh? Well, you should have left me for the main event. I really should have. Now you're like Jericho and Triple H following Rock and Hogan. <laughs> God. All right. We talked about it last week. We actually mentioned it last week when talking about the weirdest wrestling venues. But I'm going to say Good Times Emporium, which is uh, my home in my early days for um, 
NWA New England slash Century Wrestling Alliance working for Tony Rumble. Many a day, many a long, full day was spent at Good Time Emporium just doing multiple matches and shows. I used to actually try to keep track of the matches I refereed, but those three tapings a day, all day long, just maybe throw up my hands and say, forget it. I don't know how many matches I've done now because of this venue, the Good Time Emporium, but it does hold a special place in my heart. Uh, a lot of good times there, ironically, at the Good Time Emporium in Somerville, Massachusetts. Of course, it's been torn down, and now they have a big, huge, it's not even a mall, it's like a mini city that they put in the, the uh, place of the Good Time Emporium. But uh, yeah, I kind of miss it. But it's really been, uh, I think, overall... Especially when you take into consideration that's you know that's where I started essentially my favorite wrestling venue that I've ever been in. <laughs> All right, Brian. <laughs> you think you think you have a little holiday spirit, but you're just a big old Scrooge, aren't you? What do you mean? Listen to this jolly laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kingpin. It's Merv gripping time, you bastard. Hey, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on here, Mike. I, I, I got something to throw at you here. What's that? Something I want to get out there. I guess maybe we could have saved it for the NAI, but I want to get it out here now. You put Cody Rhodes on my feud list, and notice I left him off the airing of the grievances. Yeah, I did notice that. I was expecting to hear about him. Yeah, so this is like a name dropper and like a feud ender, like all in one, all in one thing here. I talked to Cody this past weekend. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. And he said to me, he's like, "Did you notice that they took heavyweight off the new Ring of Honor Championship?" I said, "Oh, how about that? How about that?" So suck it, New Age Insiders, and suck it, Mike Crockett. Well, all is right with the world then, isn't it? Yes, I I clearly have lots of influence. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, that's not that's not true at all. I tried to tell all you meatballs firsthand knowledge that I was given. You all tried to make me look foolish, and now who's the fools? Who's the fools? <laughs> so you got Cody signed up to be on the podcast, right? <laughs> Mike, come on. He he said yes, but under one condition: you you leave the show forever. All right. And I said, no, I couldn't. I can't turn my back on my buddy Mike. Oh, that's very nice of you. I can't <laughs> believe that. Uh, that's exactly how that went down, too. Yeah, not at all. All right, Kingpin. Merv Griffin time, named for your favorite episode of our favorite show, Seinfeld. Of course, we do voicemails over on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network edition of the podcast. Get yours in now. We'll play it over there on the show. Call 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. And as I mentioned, we've got a couple big interviews lined up for the holidays over on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. New episodes coming Christmas and New Year's, and they will be available on demand whenever you can get to them over the holidays and they will be worth your time so go out of your way to find us over on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network on the NAI feed or you can get the hookup at the WPAN.com but the way to participate here on Merv Griffin time is using our hashtag on Twitter hashtag WPAN first of all something from our interview with Mikazi which was two weeks ago Monday on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network we heard from Bob Sakamano Literally, his name is Bob Sakamano. (laughs) 
Does he sell rat hats down in Battery Park? <laughs> he might. Is actually that that is his uh, Twitter name, but his Twitter handle is a guy named Max, and he says Makazi seems cool as hell. Great interview. One of my favorite WPAN podcasts. Thank you, Bob Sakamano, and say hi to Kramer for me. Last <laughs> Thursday, as mentioned, we talked about the weirdest wrestling venues. Uh, let me see here. Steven at HHH guy 2004 says this park in Manchester. You speak of Kingpin sounds like a place for an ECW reunion show. <laughs> I don't quite understand why. Oh, I guess cause it was a very shady, uh, underground venue oh. where you had your backyard shows back in the day, this baseball park in Manchester, New Hampshire. Steven, by the way, was blocked for a little bit on, uh, on Sunday. You're blocking our our fans and listeners. Yes. Why? Because I said I said if you didn't talk crap to me before or during the game, don't come to me afterwards with your crap, or you will be blocked. I gave fair warning. He came at me. Didn't say anything before or during the game. After the game, though, here he is. That's front running. I don't put up with that. Stephen was blocked for about twelve hours. You blocked our our listener. Not on WPAN. On my personal. Oh, for Christ's sake. You better be careful. You might find yourself blocked. You already alienate these people with your opinions. Why are you going to do this stuff? I put the asses in the seats, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Adam Salzer from the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Well, he's formerly from that show, but he also does a show about Nitro on the Rundown Wrestling Podcast feed. He's at the Salzer Effect. We're just talking about Good Time Emporium, Kingpin. He says, love the shout-out for Good Time Emporium in the episode. That's where I got my start. What a classy joint that was. It sure was. I think maybe he was being facetious there. Actually, <laughs> I know he was being facetious. There's some, um, yeah. It was a dump. There might have been some shady activity going on there at times. The least of which was professional wrestling. <laughs> yes. I mean, well, some of it was going down in the locker room, but, you know, there's stuff going down elsewhere as well. How about Francis Kip Stevens, an independent wrestler? He is at Francis Kip STVNS. He says, I just wrestled in a mall inside an abandoned Macy's. Not going to lie. I loved it. That's a weird wrestling venue. Sure is. Certainly is. Uh, let me see here. Oh, when I posted this episode on Twitter, Kingpin, I uh, used a photo of myself from Suffolk Downs. We talked about how I once refereed a show at a horse track, and I had a picture from one of those events at Suffolk Downs. And John Morse just commented on the photo saying, look at that head of hair. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Life and time, Kingpin. I don't know. I'm still all right. You can't pin Father Time, Kingpin. You can't pin Father Time. Yeah, but not everybody goes bald. Uh, I'm not going bald. You are bald? I'm balding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was bald. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Jason Stewart, also from the Rundown Wrestling Podcast feed, is at jstewart0920, saying, listening to today's WPAN, I wonder if we can get hashtag Maverick Wilds Dong trending. (laughs) 
I didn't check. I, I think we were maybe just short of getting it trending last week on the podcast. Of course, just we talked short. about, yes, not talking about Maverick we Wild's dog. We to get Maverick Wild's pickle. <laughs> that might have gotten uh, a little more traction. But yes, we talked about uh, Maverick Wild being nude, yelling at a referee who is deaf. Go check out that podcast last week. Weird Wrestling Venues, episode 47 on the BDA feed. Uh, let's talk about this past Monday, Brian. I had Brian Fury in the co-host chair, and you were annoyed in Philadelphia receiving our phone calls. So, um, oh, I got something from Brian Malonis, at Brian Malonis on Twitter. He says, so, at X Brian X Fury X buries me for struggling to come up with bad matches on at the WPAN, then picks one that was someone else's fault and says he can't remember any that were his fault. And you didn't, you didn't take him to task for it. I didn't take you to task for it either. You sure did. No, no, no. You, you took yourself to task. Buried, well, you buried me on this week's podcast about doing it. Then your best pal, Brian Fury, does it. And you're like, oh, okay, Brian. Oh, Oh, Brian, you're my best pal. Come oh, on. Oh, it was sickening listening to you gush over Brian Fury kissing his ass to try to get back into chaotic wrestling. <laughs> it was so obvious. Made me sick. By the way, January 12th, Friday night, chaotic wrestling in Woburn, Massachusetts. You know we're only plugging the shows that I'm on, right? Oh, I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm uh, on that one. Oh, you are on that one. Okay. Yes. Mike Mills at Mike504Saints on Twitter says, nice episode. Brian Fury prison match story was classy. <laughs> of course it was. Uh, Jason Stewart, once again, he says, he, uh, Brian Fury gave some truly hot takes about WWE. Been saying the same thing about Ambrose for a while. Yes, Brian uh, had a lot of interesting things to say this past Monday. You can go back and check that out. He's uh, a wealth of knowledge and information and a... Uh, I'd say he's more of a fountain of misinformation. <laughs> okay. Uh, TK, finally, at THOG94, he says, are you trying to get at Mike504Saints jealous by having Brian Fury on again? And how many times can at Crocsox call at Brian Malonis before violence ensues? <laughs> well, the answer was two, because on the third one, there was violence ensuing. Just wasn't guess, on Mike Crockett. I, I guess so. That's true. It was on my, it was on my opponent. And uh, why don't you give me the spoilers, Kingpin, finally? I tried to give you the spoilers. I think you heard the show on Monday that there were some phone issues. TK says time to switch service providers. <laughs> so, yeah, no spoilers. Is that what you're saying to me? I tried, Mike. You, you had your one shot. You missed out on it. Your, your, your shoddy uh, phone. And your, what, are you, what are you working with these days, like an iPhone 4? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I guess we have to tune in to Ring of Honor Television. Is that what you're saying? Why wouldn't you want to tune in to Ring of Honor Television? Why wouldn't you? Ringofhonor.com. Yes, the best professional wrestling on the planet, Mike. All right. Thank you to Ring of Honor. Thank you to Brian Malonis. Thank you to TK. And thanks to everyone who's a part of Merv Griffin Time this week. We look forward to talking to you on Twitter. And we'll bring you the best of it next week on the wrestling podcast about nothing on BD8Radio.com. Putting over podcasts. That is the Facebook group where we're all getting together and talking about pro wrestling podcasts. Not just the wrestling podcast about nothing, but other podcasts out there. All the other podcasts in the whole entire podcast. Pro wrestling genre. We love talking about wrestling talk. So come and join us. 
putting over podcasts. Just put that in the search bar on Facebook, find the group and add yourself and come and join the conversation. Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. We've talked about Mike Mills here on the podcast as we tend to do most weeks. MikeMills.Podbean.com. That's where you can hear all about Smoky Mountain Wrestling, all about the old Saturday Night 605 show, everything classic wrestling, especially with a southern twang to it over on Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. And if you want the northern side of the equation, go to our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Mar- and Michael Quinn, ovppodcast.com. That's where you can find all the information about them. You can get their stuff and all those things. Everything when it comes to our vantage point, uh, all the these retro things. wrestling, all these things, the retro wrestling podcast. Find them ovppodcast.com and the Rundown Wrestling Podcast with Jason Stewart and all the rest. Rundown Wrestling Podcast. The feed is banging they got stuff all week long make sure you subscribe to the rundown wrestling podcast and on this podcast we have made the effort to establish a very unique very exclusive hall of fame now in life as in wrestling the number one way to tell people they are up to no good is through laughter i hearken back to the immortal words of one tarzan taylor he said all it takes is that one over-exaggerated guffaw to let everyone know you're pure evil. So with that said, I am humbly submitting this week's inductee to the wrestling podcast about nothing's Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. The Wire Rumble. Thirty man's in the ring. And Billy of it. And you will shoot the way remember that. I know what it is. I was there before. I don't care who's going to be there. Earthquake. Hulk <laughs> <Earth> Hogan. <laughs> Legion of Doom. <laughs> Easy. But I remember one thing. 30 guys in the ring, and I will be the last one in that ring. I promise you that. <laughs> yes. I believe I went on a search, and I think Andre might be in the Hall of Fame already, but I found this today, and there are some good laughs, some good fake laughs there from Andre the Giant, so I couldn't turn down this opportunity. If he's in there already, he's in there again. Andre the Giant is your heel laugh Hall of Famer. I'm okay. If anybody deserves to be in twice, it's Andre. But yes, Andre the Giant had a very unique way of, I mean, of course, he's a Frenchman, English not his first language, but regardless, he had a great way of speaking and a great way of laughing. Not irregardless? Not not irregardless. Andre the Giant, your heel laugh Hall of Famer, and to check him out in all his glory, find the link to the video in the description of this episode at bdaradio.com or... At the hub of the universe, the WPAN.com. All right, Kingpin, you're packing your bags, about to hit those highways and those byways this weekend, maybe. Doing that pro wrestling gimmick? Where are you headed? Uh, I'm heading to Brian Fury's house to celebrate Festivus. That's very nice. <laughs> Give them my regards, will you? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't make it. I'm going to be in travel mode that day. Oh, boy. It's going to be a long day there, Kingpin. Whatever. <laughs> You're always too busy for your friends. My goodness, Kingpin. I'll be surprised if we even see you at the Rumble this year. 
Oh my goodness. Speaking of friends, Kingpin, to check out BDA Radio's MMA podcast, A Man Walks Into an Arm Bar with Chad Alden and Paul Sinaman Jr., head on over to your home for MMA and wrestling talk, BDARadio.com. As we mentioned, Kingpin, we are going on hiatus here from the BDA Radio feed for the holidays. We will see you in 2018. Of course, you can keep up with us on Twitter at the WPAN on Facebook. Just search Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Go to the WPAN.com. And of course, we will be doing interviews on Christmas and New Year's Day. So find us over on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network as well. So we will be back on Christmas Day with episode 88 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Till Christmas, here's the Kingpin Prime Malonis. I have my Crockett. Big ups to Mucko, and thanks for nothing.